I got to tell you that uh, this week on Alliance Defending Freedom, my anger is completely at a boiling point over what happened in the state of South Dakota with the governor and uh, his absolute uh, idiocy in uh, the way that they're looking at what's called a bathroom bill. And with me on the phone right now is a gentleman that's been on my show many, many times on behalf of the Alliance Defending Freedom, Attorney Matt Sharp. Matt, good morning to you. How are you? Doing very well. Good morning to you and your listeners. You know, Matt, there are times, and I'm 68 years old, there are times I just stand and shake my head as to the idiocy and the incompetency of human beings that are trying to turn the United States into a cesspool. And quite frankly, I point the finger at the South South Dakota governor for what he did. Tell us a little bit about this idiotic bathroom bill. Been on the show before talking about it, uh, this new push going on to open up bathrooms so that boys that think they're girls can now use girls' restrooms and girls that think they're boys can use boys' restrooms and shower rooms and changing rooms and everything. And we're seeing this pop over all over the country. And so South Dakota tried to do a very common sense thing and pass a law that would say, You've got to use a restroom of your biological sex. So if you're a boy, you go to the boys' room, girls, you go to the girls' room. But we'll even offer an accommodation. So if you're a transgender student and, and you don't feel comfortable using the restroom of your biological sex, we'll offer you an accommodation. You can use a single-stall restroom or something like that, but we're going to protect the privacy of every South Dakota student when they're at school using the restroom or locker room. This is a very common-sense bill, a very good bill, and it sailed through the legislature, the House, or the Senate, and gets all the way to the governor's desk, and the governor's caves the pressure from the LGBT activists and vetoes the bill, and in doing so, denies every South Dakota student their fundamental right to privacy. You know, Matt, explain my audience the repercussions, the bombastic repercussions of what this can do, what this can mean by letting a minority of very few students, uh, one or two if any, have complete control over the sanity of our morals. Explain exactly how devastating this is. Uh, all you have to do is, is take a, a young girl in elementary school. She goes to school each day thinking that when she uses the restroom or goes to a locker room or something like that, her privacy is going to be protected. Our society has always been built around that idea that when in these intimate settings we protect privacy, that there's biological differences between boys and girls, and it's okay to recognize that and to protect that while at school. All of a sudden now, this girl is at risk of growing up in a world where privacy no longer exists, where she no longer has safe places at school where she can go and change and use the restroom. And particularly vulnerable are children that have suffered sexual abuse. Because for a young girl that's been abused to walk out of a bathroom stall and see a biological boy sitting there in her bathroom, and it may be the nicest, sweetest boy in the world, but for her, all she sees is, my private space has been invaded by someone of the same sex that harms me. And it triggers psychological harm and emotional harm. And we've heard from parents that have been telling us these stories of their schools that have adopted these gender-neutral bathrooms and the consequences it's having on their kids. This is the consequences of what's happening and why the South Dakota governor's veto is so bad for students. Because this very vocal minority is now stripping away a fundamental right to privacy 
for every kid in our country, and it's just a matter of time before that spreads everywhere at every public bathroom and facility in our nation. Matt, I just can't understand why we as a society are caving in to this absolute senseless immorality that's going on across our country. Why are we caving into what's called transphobia? Why don't we just come up with right and wrong, black and white, and leave it that way? And if they want to file a lawsuit, go ahead, we'll see you in court. The other side, they're, they're very vocal, and they paint anyone that wants to take a stand for common sense privacy as being hateful and bigoted and transphobic and all of the things you just said. And that's simply not the case. I've met time and time again with parents and students and school officials that support these common sense laws and these common sense guidelines. They don't have any animosity. They don't have hate. They're just trying to protect a fundamental right to privacy and trying to say, hey, we're going down a crazy road here and let's slow down and recognize Students shouldn't give up that right to privacy when they head off to school each morning. And I think it takes our side standing up and saying, you know what, we're not bullies. We're compassionate and we care about every student. And that's why these laws ensure that every single student, whether they're transgender or whatever their status is, that every single student has a private safe place at school where they can change and use the restroom. That's not boring. That's compassion, and that's care for every student in our public schools. I'm going to come right out and say it, Matt, and I don't care. I mean, I'm blunt, and I'm very boisterous about being blunt and honest. God does not make mistakes. A boy is a boy. A girl is a girl. For this very heinous, very criminal act that is being uh, uh, caught up in American society to absolutely destroy our morals with kind of a unisex society, it's time to fight back before all of a sudden sudden we've lost it all and what's really interesting is that even science is on our side of this issue you know a lot of time we conservatives we get accused of being anti-science but they're looking at all these studies in other countries and they're looking at transgender individuals that have had you know access to whatever restroom they want and sex change surgery and hormones and what they're finding is it's not helping those individuals they still have higher rates of suicide and depression and all of this stuff so i look at that and say all of this effort to push this gender-neutral bathroom society that's supposed to be helpful for these kids is not helping at all and may actually be making things worse. Perhaps the most compassionate thing we can do is to help them embrace how God created them, to embrace their biology and to live according to it. Perhaps that is the best thing we can do, and that's what laws like this help reinforce, that you are born a certain way, embrace your biology, live according to it, and that's a compassionate thing to do. Well, Matt, uh, again, going back to a very simplistic question on this, where's the backbone of America? Where's the morality? Where's the, if you will, the old Saturday Evening Post front cover of families, boys and girls being boys and girls, men being men, women being women? What happened to our society that we even opened the door a crack for this kind of a problem? You know, you look back over the years, and we've seen a gradual effort to um, strip our morals from our public schools. Um, we saw it with efforts to take prayer out of school and start to put all these restrictions on Christian students in school, and now we're seeing even more aggressively um, opposing ideology put into schools, this LGBT agenda being forced into our schools and imposed on students. And it's all part of this effort by the other side. They want to take kids because they're young and impressionable, if they can mold them and shape them in their worldview, then they've won. Because all they've got to do is wait for us old folks to die off, and then they've raised up a generation that's 
comfortable with this idea of no privacy and of gender fluidity and all of these things. And that's why we as a society have to step up and, and not just say, hey, this is not right and, and take a stand for it, but get involved in our public schools. The only reason these school boards are adopting these bad, bad policies is because good people have turned over control of school boards to those with an ideology that they're trying to force on our kids. So we need parents to get on the school boards and Christians to become teachers and to get plugged into our schools again and help restore common sense and good morals into our public schools. Yeah, but Matt, what about the parents? You, you touched on it, but you didn't elaborate on it the way I really want this morning. What about the parents? I mean, if my children were still in school, they're married and they have families of their own right now, I would absolutely go in the front door of that school, have the superintendent by the necktie or the principal by the necktie, and I'd have my kids out of that school in not more than 30 seconds. What's going on with the parents? You know, some parents are afraid of all of this and of being labeled as bullies. But i got to tell you, I am encouraged by the number of parents I am seeing standing up on this. A great example is in Chicago. Uh, a lot of people may have heard that the Department of Education showed up at the school and told them, you got to allow this transgender student, a boy that thinks he's a girl, to start using the girls' locker rooms and change in with the girls during gym class. And these group of parents, I'm talking uh, over a 100 families, standing up saying, no, this is wrong. Um, it's just one instance of we've seen situations like that all across the country, these parents standing up saying, this is wrong. We've even seen them in some places overturn uh, a bad decision by a school and get a new policy in place. That's what happened in Virginia. A group of parents stood up and said, this is crazy. We want to protect our kids' privacy. Parents have a lot of power. The courts have said they've got the constitutional right to direct how their kids are raised. So if they will be vocal and if they'll have a backbone and get plugged in and stand up to these bad policies, they can change them. I've personally witnessed it, but it takes courage on their part. And what a lesson to teach to your kids as well. Hey, look how mommy and daddy stood up in the face of something bad. You kids need to, do, need to do the same. And that's how we raise a generation that's going to return America to its Christian origin. Amen. Now, Matt, let me ask you this question. There's got to be some insidious, sick, pathetic group that is really financing and pushing this kind of filth in our school systems. Who are they? One of the big leaders, and you've probably heard ADS talk about him a lot, is the ACLU. They're the ones out there filing these lawsuits against school districts that do have these common sense policies. The case in Virginia, it's a ACLU representing a girl that thinks she's a boy suing the school because they adopted a common sense policy. In South Dakota, it was the ACLU lobbying against that law, knocking on the governor's door, telling him to veto it. And it's all across the country. ACLU and other groups like them are in there pushing these policies that are harmful to children, and they need to be called out on it, because that's exactly what they're doing. It's forcing policies that strip away a right to privacy and are harmful to the fundamental right of privacy to all of our kids. What about the judges? What about the legal system? I mean, we're talking minuscule numbers here of people and or students that are trying to cause a problem of disruption. What about the courts saying, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, morality and, and, and the family attitude in this country. We can't trash this. We can't allow this. If you have a problem, go see a psychiatrist, but don't turn our schools into a cesspool. What's been so encouraging is judges are coming out on our side on this issue. 
There's been three cases involving this issue of bathroom access, two of them last year, one of them in Pennsylvania, one of them in Virginia. And in both cases, the judges upheld good common-sense policies, and they said, you know what? Schools have a duty to protect the privacy of their kids, and these policies are common-sense. It's saying, hey, if you're a boy, you use the boys' facilities, and if you're a girl, you use the girls' facilities, and it's okay to do that. And so we've got the law on our side. And that's why people need to be so encouraged and take a backbone on this issue, because we've got science on our side, we've got common sense on our side, and we've got the courts on our side. So there's no reason we should tower in the face of efforts by the ACLU and groups like them to enforce and impose this very radical view on our vulnerable children in school. Because if we will take a stand and fight these battles in court, time and time again, we are winning. Now, I know that there's other states that have tried this, and I know that even here in the state of Idaho they tried this idiotic bill, uh, possibly to get it imposed in this area. What other states are we going to be hearing about that are going to try this same kind of idiocy? Well, you know, uh, actually, later today I'm going to be driving up to Tennessee. Um, they're trying to pass one of these good bathroom laws like South Dakota did, and, and just like we saw there, the ACLU and groups like them are mounting their forces against it. We're going to start seeing it pop up in other states. I think uh, Kentucky and Missouri have similar laws. But we're also seeing the other side try and push their laws. It's, it's these laws that create a special protection for sexual orientation and gender identity. Right next door to you guys, uh, Washington just had the, I think it was the Washington Human Rights Commission, enact a rule that said every public facility, schools, whatever it is, has to allow people to use whatever bathroom they want, whatever gender they identify with. So we need places like in, in Washington State for people to stand up and say, hey, this is wrong, and, and get involved and overturn those laws. So we're seeing both our side try and pass good laws and the other side try and pass bad laws, and it's happening all across the country. And wherever your listeners are, they need to get plugged in and get involved and take a stand for the constitutional right of privacy. You know, Matt, the way this thing is, and I don't mean to sound really simplistic about this, but uh, it's almost like a barbarous society of going back to caveman days. Uh, there's nothing really then that could stop a great big uh, six-foot-six truck driver from going into a women's restroom or vice versa. I mean, there's no laws anymore. There's no, uh, there's no sanity anymore. Anybody can go wherever they please, and nobody can stop them. Is that right? That's right, because the other side is very adamant. You can't question someone's gender identity. It doesn't matter if they think they're a woman and this is the first day or they've been living that way for a year. It actually popped up in Washington State. I think it was at a, a, a gym room, and I think it was a, a swimming a swimming place or something like that, and a man walks in and starts changing in front of girls and women, and no one was even willing to stand up to him. It finally took some women going to the owners and complaining, and their response was, well, he asserts he's a woman, we've got to allow it, and that's exactly what we're headed to. A man can walk in one day, start undressing in front of girls, all of this stuff, watching girls undress, and nothing you can do to stop it, because if that man asserts he's a female under these laws, He's got a right to do it. And now, that's why we have to take a stand on this. And I would imagine, I would imagine, I would imagine, Matt, and I, I'm going to sound like a redneck here in this response, but I don't care. If, if it were my daughter 
and we were at a restaurant or a stopped at a rest place during a vacation, and she went into the ladies' restroom, and out comes a six foot six truck driver. I'll guarantee you, I would want to just absolutely bloody the nose of that truck driver for going in there. I mean, our society has got to have some morals. Our society has got to have some right and wrongs. This is complete insanity, and the governor of South Dakota, Governor Dugard, he should be thrown out of office for not having the backbone to stand up for morality. You know, I, I'm the same way as that. I've got a four-year-old daughter, and I have the exact same reaction. We, we, we've lost a, that sense of protecting women. We used to treat women with dignity and respect, and we said, you know what? We're going to make sure women have a safe, private place where they can use the restroom, where they don't have guys bothering them or harassing them. Um, and that wasn't, you know, chauvinistic or anything like that. It's just respect for each other. It's respect 101, and we're getting away from that. And, and it's like you said, it's because we're losing that sense of morality, that sense of right and wrong, and that sense of, you know what, there's places where people ought to be able to go and use the restroom and change without having to deal with politics and all of this this radical stuff the other side is imposing on us. It's just a private place where you can go and then perform life's most intimate functions. We've got to protect that. Are we it's worth fighting for? It is worth worth doing whatever court case we've got to do. Um, even when the federal government comes in and forces this on schools, these schools need to take a stand on this. This is an issue worth fighting for: protecting our daughters, protecting our sons, and protecting their right to privacy. Now, are we winning or are we losing? Be honest, Matt. I mean, doggone it, you know as well as I do that these perverts are going to try to do this in all 50 states. They're going to try because they've got big money behind them. Are we, thanks to you, the Alliance Defending Freedom, are we winning or losing? I think we're starting to win. I think people are waking up to see just how big of an impact this is going to have. And they're realizing... You can't just say, oh, that happens in Washington State, or that happens in Massachusetts or California. It's hitting Tennessee. It's hitting South Dakota. It's hitting Idaho. It's hitting every state in our country. And I think people are awakening to see, hey, this is not the world we want to live in. We don't want to live in a world where our daughters and sons give up their right to privacy at school. So we're seeing courts rule on our side, and we're seeing these state legislators overwhelmingly pass these laws. But we've got to be vigilant. And we've got to let people like the governor of South Dakota and other states where these laws are coming up, letting them know, hey, you better support these laws. These laws are important to us, they're vital to us, they're necessary, and they're good. And if you don't support these laws, then we're going to find people who will and elect them into office. That's the consistency and the force we've got to have to make sure that we continue to win this battle, that we don't give up the gains that we've had, but that we make sure that every kid, no matter where they live in our country, has the right to privacy protected. Matt, you stay on top of this story. God bless you and the Alliance Defending Freedom, and please come back and bring us an update in the not-too-distant future. Matt Sharp with the Alliance Defending Freedom, thank you so much for being on the program this morning. Thank you, and God bless you and your listeners. Thank you very, very much. You know, I don't care if one person or two people or whatever is offended out there in Radio Land. This is completely insane. Making allowances for transgenders to go into women's locker rooms, bathrooms, and vice versa? Are you kidding me? What kind of a filthy, no moral society are we headed to? This has got to be stopped. And to the governor of South Dakota... 
May shame be heaped upon you for your lack of guts to not represent the 99.9% of good families in your state that are very concerned about what you didn't have the backbone to stand up for. 